everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Junior Benu, along with my man, Anthony Toma. And today, we brought a young powerhouse to the team today. We've um, gone ahead and uh, brought Mario Kizzy, who is now the proud owner of Oakland Mall, which many of us grew up in on 14 Mile and John R. in the city of Troy. So we brought him on to give you a bit of what he's got up and coming and also to mentor and give some handout uh, help with the younger generation that's coming up. Because at this point in time, if you haven't realized, this man is a young man who's up and coming. So he is in his early 30s and we'd like to see more of this happening in our community. So glad to have you on, proud to have you in our community and making moves like that and creating a historical moment like that with such a large scale acquisition. So Mario, if you want to give Thank us you. a bit about that. I appreciate about, uh, that. I appreciate those words. Thank yeah, you. Man. Thanks for having me. Good for to sure. have you on, bud. It's good to have you on. So you want to give a bit of detail of uh, who's Mario? Where did Mario come from? You know, everybody's hearing Mario Kizzy, Mario Kizzy right now. You know, it's just a hot topic. Right yeah. Now. So, I mean, we, you know, we're, uh, uh, I'm 31 years old. I grew up in uh, Sterling Heights at 16 and Ryan. I'm a father. I have three children under the age of four. Um, and who am I? I'm just me. I, uh, uh, really, uh, focus on the community, uh, you know, um. New TikTok sensation too. Yeah, this, this yeah. Is. So, you know, I don't know what to get into my personal or to my, you know, the, the Oakland, which a lot of people are interested in. So just a little more of my personal, yeah. actually get into personal later in the Oakland, yeah, I would say. Like, whatever we want to do, we can do. Right? Sure. This, so, this is your interview. We're just yeah, chilling over here with you. So, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. let's get into the big topic right now at hand. Everybody's hearing the buzz right now. So let's get into that. Yeah. So we created a movement an organic movement, and I'm really proud of that. And uh, I never thought in a million years we'd have the support that we have, but I'm really proud of it. Mm -hmm. And trying to take this moment up, uh, enjoy the moment, not just for me, but for the entire community, I'm really proud. Uh, and I appreciate everybody for the support. There's been a lot of outreach, and it really uh, feels good that, that people are, uh, they stand by my side, and I'm hoping to empower the community. So you, you got a little history with that mall, right? Yeah. So, yeah. want to just touch on that? What made you so enthusiastic about picking this mall up? Yeah. So, um, there's when I was nine years old, we had an ice cream store in the mall, mm -hmm. and um, I was there for like two years. My mom and dad owned it. We had a partner. It was a small business, kind of like we always had a small business growing up. Mm -hmm. I have two brothers, one sister, and uh, I think nine nieces and nephews. So we're a big family. Wow. Nice. Um, yeah, so, you know, but that gave me a retail eye at an early age. So mm -hmm. when I was at the mall, I, you know, we, there was no babysitters, right? So yeah. we'd go to the arcade, I'd chill at GameStop, we'd be all around and my <laughs> eyes opened up to business. Um, and I remember things there that st stuck with me till this day. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, I have a friend of mine, his name is Kevin Baker. He passed. He was a great guy. JB. Yeah. Do you know Kevin? Oh, yeah. I knew him well. Yeah, he was such a great soul. Yeah, he was. And he was just Sweet finding himself. He actually motivated me a lot, and I miss him a lot. And, um, you know, we were just having dinner, and he's like, you should buy the Sears at Oakland. And I never even thought about it. It was so, such a sleepy sight that it never came. What did he say? He sh I should buy the Sears. The Sears. The Sears portion. So o Oakland is comprised of Oakland, Sears, Macy's, and JCPenney. Mm -hmm. And Sears was there first, so we bought the Sears uh, in July of last year. Oh, so you've, this is something that's been in the works, yeah. in the making. Okay. Yeah, so we bought the Sears. It's 407,000 square feet, 32 acres. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's a big site. So Kevin uh, told me to buy it, and it was a very difficult deal because 
uh, you know, in the interim of me locking up the property originally and me uh, closing, I actually terminated the deal because in the middle of that, my father passed away. And it was just very overwhelming. I walked in there and it was just looking around and I'm usually full of a lot of energy and I just mm -hmm. didn't have it in me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do that to myself. So I terminated the deal and they called me back and um, Sirius called me back. Their successor is called Saratash. Okay. And uh, we purchased a site. So it's 32 acres, two Costco's is what I say, Costco on top of a Costco. And I was able to get Hobby Lobby signed up there very quickly. We got Longhorn Steakhouse signed on the outlot very quickly. Uh, we have 12 acres on the north side, which we're going to master plan. We can get into that in a minute as master plan as part of the Oakland. And um, so Kevin really influenced me to buy the Sears, God rest his soul. Um, and once we bought the once we bought the Sears, I had, you know, then we got introduced to the owners. Sure. And it also took me back to the site. So this was all like post-COVID. And it took me back to the site and um, I was walking around. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of life in here. So the mall is actually a viable mall. The mall right now is, is doing very well. Mm -hmm. And it's a mall of the people. So it's, you know, we're not an intimidating place right now. We're a value mall right now as we sit. And by default, we, you know, it's busy. Um, the tenants average a very healthy per square foot number, like mm -hmm. almost $400 a square foot. Mm -hmm. um, and why do you say by default? What does that mean? Well, I say that respectfully to my uh, to the people that I bought it from. Mm -hmm. So the people that I bought it from was a pension fund out of California. Okay. And they just, they bought it in 2007. They paid a big number for it. And they haven't done anything since since then, mm. other than some minor things. Okay. Uh, they're definitely not going to do what you see up here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but everything, timing is everything in this business. Yeah. So, um... So yeah, walking around, seeing families, and just seeing like a town center, I'm like looking around, and I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. we can do a lot here. So um, every day my ideas change, every day we're learning, every day we're trying to learn and scout and yeah. talk to the right people. Um, so that's how I came up, 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 across the transaction. And I uh, very recently um, was on TikTok and met you know, some coaches and engaged them. And, you know, in our community, we don't really ha like hire life coaches or hire health coaches or, an a you know, an ADHD coaches. Mm -hmm. The first coach I ever hired was an ADHD coach. I'm just going to be transparent about it. Mm -hmm. And he helped me learn, you know, more about myself. And sure. I suffered from that. And my GPA in high school was like a two point, it was either 2.3 or 2.6. I can't remember. Yeah. But I was... Yes, because you got ADHD. Yeah. I always... <laughs> well, I looked around. I was. I just remember wandering my eyes. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, Same. I really like... Uh, I feel like I've cured that. Good. And uh, I really oh. found myself in the last... Uh, since my... You know, uh, in the last year, there's mm -hmm. been a lot of self-development. Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage others to, um, you know, uh, learn from my trials and tribulations. And I hope to only spread positivity Everything that is about my campaign is organic. Yes. And I'm very um, into positive energy. Mm -hmm. I don't post anything negative. We do get in our lives, we get a little snarky with, uh, yeah. but it's for fun. Yeah. I never take shots at anybody, and I always tell the truth. Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, you know, we empower others, and I, I respect everybody in the community, and I always, like, uh, I always, um, I'm always a resource to anybody. Sure, and I, I want to touch on something that you said. It doesn't matter what caliber that you're on in life. It doesn't matter if you're at this point in, and you're worth X amount or you're at the lowest and you're worth this point. It doesn't matter what you are, who you are worth. The thing that you did was you identified your problem. 
That's yeah. huge. You've got to go through that first. If you can say to yourself, I had ADHD, you identified it. I'm never going to focus no matter how big I get, no matter how much money I make, I'm still going to lose focus. So when you give these guys the ability to mentor, what you have to understand as the viewers, you have to identify it. You know, you have to say, what is your problem to be fixed? And it's okay to accept it. That was forward progress, right? So you find yourself your forward progress. You got into that. What was after that? After you got your ADHD under control, what, what came after that? Um, I really just, you know, I came off of a few rough years. Sure. So just to give you a little background on myself, um, going back to my youth, I, you know, I grew up at 16 and Ryan. I worked at the Dairy Queen at 14 and Ryan. We had a small business. Uh, I worked in the hotel business, uh, you know, in high school. Mm -hmm. I was always working. And, um, you know, I graduated high school and I moved to Toledo. When I moved to Toledo, I moved an hour away. I applied to go to the University of Toledo. I was denied because they had higher expectations for out-of-state residents. Mm -hmm. And then I went to Owens Community College and they wanted double tuition, so we just worked. We actually, me and my brothers, my brothers and I, uh, nobody touched the register other than us. Typical Chaldean story. We were in mm -hmm. Oregon, Ohio in a really like a rock star store such a great community i love mm -hmm. that community i've done so many deals in that town since and that's actually really important to me is to like i did a deal here but then i did five more deals there i brought culver's to town i brought chase bank to town i brought um others to town i'm bringing a full service restaurant right now mm -hmm. that uh the community is going to love and I'm, that really feels good um but yeah we had that one store and we all worked it and i drive i remember driving you know, we'd close at 8, I'd drive to Detroit, but I moved out of Michigan during the prime of my life, sacrificed, and it really worked out. And I really sure. encourage others to kind of get out of this bubble and go somewhere else and try to make a name for yourself in a smaller market because Metro Detroit is very difficult to um, transact in. It's not a bad place to do business, mm -hmm. but it's very competitive. So, you know, if you're doing the same thing everyone else is doing, maybe you should go somewhere else like I did. Mm -hmm. Um, and just be patient, you know, you can't just jump from A to Z, you have to go from A to B to C to D, and, you know, we, we had the store, we bought another store, a couple years later, we bought another store, all and in then, Ohio? all in Ohio, yeah, okay. yeah, some of the best deals I ever negotiated were those stores, I mean, mm -hmm. really crazy deals, like, we had a store in Bowling Green, Ohio, it's the only store in all town, the whole mm -hmm. town, so, um, you know, I, I bought, we bought that store, um, and, um, Kroger walked in about three months after I bought it. He's wearing a trench coat and he hands me his card and says, hey, and I always use this line. I love this line. He says, if it's a no, I'll never bother you again. But if you ever want to sell, give me a call. And he gives me his card. It said the Kroger Corporation on it. And I was, I was already ready for him because I signed up for something. And I called him two weeks later and we had a really soft demeanor with him. And it was like, hey, um, I know what you're paying. We work hard. Let's do it. And he did it. And we signed up to, to sell the stores and, you know, we moved back. We still stayed in Ohio. I was in Ohio until like 16. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still there. I still have, I mean, most of my holdings are in Ohio. Um, we go as far as far out, far out as Cleveland mm -hmm. and as south as Columbus. Um, and most of ours is the communities of Toledo um, in which we've brought a lot of, I think, positive community development to, development to that town. Sure. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of trials and tribulations to that. I never, um, you know, I had a couple of rough years. Yeah. We learned the business with our back against the wall. I knew nothing about development. The first deal I ever did was, I did like two deals simultaneously. One was a land contract on a bar 
and one was an empty corner. In the empty corner, there was no Jimmy John's in town, so I, I locked up the site. I didn't even know how to do that. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I think I used like a personal injury attorney. Don't use <laughs> personal injury attorneys for real estate. Like, don't call somebody that is an immigration attorney and say, "Hey, I'm buying." You have to call the right people. So, anyways, we learned from all that. That's why I'm trying to like reiterate it because it's very simple mistakes and cost. Try to save. Don't be, what do they call it? Uh, Penny cheap, dog stupid. Yeah, exactly. Do not do not be that person. Yeah. So we um, sold the stores. I locked mm -hmm. up that site. We called Jimmy John's and then Pure Sleep called me while I was under contract and I'm trying to figure out what a site plan is and what renderings are and all that stuff. And then I closed and then they told me they're out and I probably mm -hmm. should have ran away then, you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, we... We, we held that site for five years, and then we did a deal with Chase. It was, a, it was still a great deal. Um, but that really got me into the business. So I started building small shopping centers, like 5,000 square feet, 6,000 square feet. I built like three at the same time. Mm -hmm. Each one of them had a Jimmy John's in it. And two had an AT&T, and one was a deal with uh, Cosmoprof in uh, Shelby. And learned how Michigan business works, learned how Ohio business works. Sure. And Ohio is a very business-friendly community. Mm -hmm. If you register for a corporation in Ohio, they approve you same day, no matter if you pay the fee or not, because they want you to do business in Ohio. And I think that's really uh, a great um, you know, incentive yeah. for people to do business there. And, and, and just to add to that, when I did my two deals at first, mm -hmm. I had a deal in Ohio and I had a deal in Shelby Township. Not knocking Shelby, it's a great community. There's pros, like oh, Michigan markets are somewhat stronger, so like, you get deals faster, right? But like, I had the same building, one in Ohio, one in Michigan. My permit fees on one were 18,000 in Michigan. My permit fees in Ohio were $900. Wow. That's a big difference. And those things add up. Your third party costs can really kill you. You gotta be careful of that. Um, and, but we got out of development. We don't develop anymore. We don't build ground up. We will build ground up at the Oakland. Uh, we're going to do a lot of magical things there, but in terms of building a suburban shopping center, I won't do it. I'm doing uh, ground leases for the most part. I do like three or four ground leases a year, Yeah. and uh, I just have my book of business, but, you know, I've done a lot of deals, a lot, like millions of square footage, square feet of deals, And but for the first time in my life, I'm content, Yeah. and that's a very important thing, is to be content in your life, and people, um, some people are never content, and they just do the grind till they die. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I worked hard at a young age. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not gonna continue to work hard. I'm, I wanna continue to work on community development. It's very important to me, because if yep. I do this, if I do this one, I don't need to do anything else. And Off camera, you mentioned a mic drop uh, moment coming for, for you if, when you uh, develop the Oakland Mall the way you wanted to develop it. And you talked a little bit about whatever, about the mall and your plan and your vision. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you mean in terms of after or during yeah, the process? After. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, everything's subject to change. Things change daily, sure. but you know, this is something that I really want to focus on exclusively, mm -hmm. and I call it pull a chapelle, where it's like you do great and then you just kind of enjoy life for a little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if we get there. I mean, I am very entrepreneurial. I do want to stay involved, but I'm really focused on, um, I want to be one of the first uh, um, philanthropies, philanthropists within our community. I want to really engage the community and I want to encourage others to be um, philanthropists and not just with money but with your mind. Yep. You can be a philanthropist of your mind and give out knowledge and you know, um, it's just meeting with the right people. You know, I had a call from one of the, probably the biggest real estate holders in Metro Detroit, Stuart Frankel, and I took the meeting and I went to go sit with him and I encouraged him 
to collaborate with the Chaldean community, take the Jewish community and take the Chaldean community and collaborate it together and help us with philanthropy, teach us how you do things. And I think that's my approach that's different than others. Um, but I encourage others to help me because that's only good to further enhance the community. So there's, there's, there's a couple Chaldeans that I know that are doing that do do that philanthropy work, which is good. It is a good feeling. It's a feeling um, that you've excelled to the point to be able to give a hand out to the hand helping hand to the next person who may need it. But it is definitely something we do as Chaldeans as a whole. Because if you take somebody like let's use example, we do do it. But yeah. I want to like encourage it more. Yeah. And a lot of people do it on the down low, and that's a hundred percent fine. Not a lot of people want to be loud, and that's no. fine. But we're the new generation, and you know yeah. what? We're gonna like, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we want to do. As long as we're respectful to the community, and we're gonna engage with other communities, I plan on working with all types of yeah. communities. That'd be great. We'd love. I mean, I would, my, I would love to see you do some work with Rafid Yeldu, with you know Basil Bakal. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys are to me, they're philanthropists. They take care of our people. They do things on their on their own dimes and stuff like that. So it'd be great to see you guys. Younger generation, older generation, keep that you know keep that alive and going. I have a question for you because I was at your um, your press conference, right? Made sure to come to come Thanks, support Thank you. you for coming. Yeah, it was. I'm glad. Well, you and we acknowledged you. We acknowledged I, I was, you when you asked the question. You I, said this junior was keeping up with the Chaldeans. I was gonna say I met you two years ago, two and a half years ago. You've been a supportive fan of ours. Like when we first kicked this off, you've given us a lot of input, and I like that. And I like because it seemed like you are. Um, very proud to be one Chaldean and an entrepreneurial Chaldean as well. Um, at the press conference, you did speak of, of many good ideas that would be coming. Troy is an, an, an epicenter to the Metro Detroit area. Is it in area. Troy? Yeah. Oakland? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Troy. yeah, Troy Mall. Yeah, Troy, by the Troy Motor Mall. All that stuff's right in that, in that vicinity. So what's you did speak on some of the stuff because I did put the video up. What's some of the things we will see Mario looking to develop for there, like just. So we're 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 so I'm in the process right now of putting together a dream team, okay. and um, I call them a dream team. They are really a dream team, and mm -hmm. what we're trying to do is put smarter people in place to make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make mistakes, and I need to learn from others. I'm still um, raw in the mall space. It's going to take me a year. It really takes you a year to really understand any property you own, sure. and. Um, you know, whether you want to believe that or not, that's the truth. It really takes a year to understand the dynamics of any premise. And um, when it comes to the mall, you know, I have, uh, I'm very fortunate to have two individuals that are retired from Taubman. Not retired, but they got bought out when Simon bought them. And Taubman is uh, a Michigan-based mall developer. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they, they were bought by Simon. And then I was able to bring them on as third-party consultants. And I keep my staff thin. I probably have... Just in my office, um, like seven or seven people or so, but I have world-class third-party consultants and I really rely on those people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, class A engineers, class A architects, and class A, you know, um, in every aspect. So I have these people, uh, Ron Locke, John Eggert. Ron Locke's my master plan. He's a visionary. He's developed malls in Hawaii and Asia. He developed crystal shops. He's with me. We talk every day. Um, John Eggert is the uh, development director, um, and he he's there to make sure when we go in front of the city, we're making the right. You know, he's read the contracts along with my lawyers. But you can't hire a lawyer. You got to have you, you hire lawyers, but you got to direct your lawyers. Sure. You can't just hire take care of it. No, you got to have the right people on your yeah. side, watching your back. And we're really different. Uh, I think we're really innovative and 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 creative. But 
Um, and then I have GH&A, which is, which is my design firm for this. Mm -hmm. um, they've developed malls all over the country. And then, last, and then I'm bringing in, like, I have an artist, Shandrika. Mm -hmm. I just brought, I flew Shandrika in from California. I brought in Philip Kafka from Core City, and he had some really amazing, I mean, he mm -hmm. truly, like, I met him, like, two days ago. Did you see that Instagram post? I did. He um, really inspired me there. He, uh, he, his advice to me, and he's a very, he's like, he changed my whole philosophy. Like, originally, like, landscaping plan. Like, we don't want to do landscaping. Like, now we're like, let's plant more trees. Mm -hmm. And his whole philosophy on trees is if you invest them now in the future when they blossom, it'll increase the value of your property. He's more in Detroit, so we're, we're in the suburbs. Mm -hmm. But I, I encourage that, right? So, yeah. like, in this mall, I call it anti-mall which we're gonna rename to either the Oakland or at Oakland. And if it's at Oakland, it's gonna be in parentheses with the at symbol, Oakland, or the Oakland is gonna yeah. be in parentheses as well. And you can still call it Oakland Mall. Some people are giving me some um, negative uh, um, comments. I, hey, it'll always be Oakland Mall to me too. I just wanna rebrand it for the future okay. and I wanna take the mall out of it. Mm -hmm. So back to Philip, he told me to rip the roof off of four quadrants of it and make them all parks. Right, things you would never think of in a million years. So like, I'm do what? Like basically, like like almost like you're doing outdoor. Wow, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hybrid. Mm -hmm. So imagine like I just use Somerset for example because mm -hmm. people probably go to Somerset more often right now than they do uh, the Oakland. Um, let's say uh, it's a three-story mall. By the way, one of the major reasons why I like this mall or love this mall, I really love it, mm -hmm. is that or my anti-mall is that it's most for the most part one story. I don't like three-story malls. To me, that's going to be very difficult in the future to, to maintain. But, like, imagine the third floor of Macy's. Mm -hmm. and you rip the roof off of it. Mm. Yeah. And now you have a park in the sky. Or you just, you know... Which is great. You're walking by. Here's H&M. And on the left-hand side, you have trees. And you have outdoor space. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really inspirational. You'll see, you'll see some of that in my, in my inspiration booklets. You touched on food over there at the press conference in there. Um, doing things with, uh, I mean, obviously I can mention it because it was already in the public. Yeah, it's in the public. So you mentioned ghost kitchens. Um, ghost kitchens has been a hot thing years ago. My friend would talk to me about New York. So um, you had ghost ghost kitchens, which I think is a great idea. Explain what that is. Too. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, so, so he... You want me to do it, or you want to? Just I can. Go, I yeah, can do you it. Give, so you give on that. So it's actually beyond the ghost kitchens. We're really looking to get innovative with all types of suites. So we're working with Cosmos salons. Uh, it's very important to do it with them specifically because they're my people. Uh, but they do suites. So like, look at Cosmos salons. They have one big space, and they give the opportunity to maybe twenty-five stylists to lease space within their big space. And that's really a, to a token of the future. Things are very expensive, and it's very hard for entrepreneurs to start up nowadays. Mm -hmm. So what a ghost kitchen is, is like you provide the hood, you provide the utilities, you provide the sink, everything the health department needs. Mm -hmm. And then it's a 250 square foot to 400 square foot room where you can cook out of, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take that. I don't want to copy nobody. I want everything to be original uh, at, to the best of my ability mm -hmm. and maybe make it a food hall but we're going to plan on like 40 kitchens mm -hmm. um we're going to plan on salon suites i'm going to plan on bakery suites because yeah. i have so many people that have suites um that i don't want to just lease to one person i want to lease to 50 people so yeah. imagine walking into a room and then everybody has their own small little thing she's selling macaroons she's selling cupcakes Amazing. and then she's selling mm -hmm. you know uh dirt oreo cups you know whatever mm -hmm. she wants to sell we're going to interview her we're going to or him and then we're gonna make the right decision. You're giving, you're giving, you're giving a newbie 
who doesn't have capital to start up to start up. Yeah, I want to empower the chef that doesn't want to... Nobody wants to work for anybody anymore. No. Everybody I, wants to... There's a Shark Tank culture going on right now, and we're really going to empower those people. I'm not looking... You know, I'm not saying I'm opposed to big brands, but it has to be the right big brands. And yep. it's very important for me, for um, our pre our property to be not intimidating. We're not looking to be intimidating. I don't want even Lululemon. I mean, you know, I don't want somebody walking in and having to pay $200 for leggings, not knocking the company, not knocking nice things. We like nice things, but you can go up the street for that. And, you know, I, I really look at Somerset like it compliments us. Um, we compliment each other. And when we do our anti-mall and we have parks in the sky, um, you know, People are, I, I actually think people will want to move over to us, but, you know, it's going to take some time for that to happen. We talked about, you and I, something like um, like this concept. I think it would be a very good idea. You mentioned this at the press conference, and I just little touch base with you after that. But if you take in, remember, if somebody asked you how do you compete with the mall situations versus the Amazons, you gave a very good answer. And then I just to touch up on it a little bit more. So if you take your place, it's a hub. It's a, it's a, it's the, the mall is a hub for outlets, right? To be able to service, sell products, right? Sure. I was saying to you, I would love to see that to still be able to do that as um, online to help their because online presence is huge right now, right? So you, if you're able to just construct it where you had a shipping facility out of their base for all your stores over there to come in and just drop that to there and create a price point for all your um, shops in the mall to be this price and they go downstairs and that's where receiving is and receiving picks it up and sends it out to customers online all day. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So that's 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 part of my intention with the with the with the anti mall is yep. um is to have uh, it's kind of like retail warehousing. So yeah. you're at my place but you're shipping out the back door yeah. and I'm right in the pin drop of the community. I'm 10 minutes from Birmingham, 10 minutes from Royal Oak, mm -hmm. 9 minutes or you know, I'm right by I'm right across the street from Madison Heights, yeah. right by Sterling Heights. And, um, you know, I'd love to see, by the way, instead of prime trucks on your property, I see, see at Oakland. Yeah, that's funny out you there say that. That will do the deliveries themselves from these malls. Out yeah, so we had a meeting yesterday with a company called Iggy. Yeah. It's called Iggy I I'll G Go G Get I It. I'll go get it. And they're just ready to launch. They have all the software in place. And uh, I got introduced them to my friends at Tryon Solutions, my payroll. Uh, the people I use for my payroll, payroll mm -hmm. they're awesome. They streamline a lot of things for me. I like to streamline my operations, especially stuff like HR that's not fun. Mm -hmm. um, I like to do fun things. This is very fun to me. Yeah. You, you, you talked about the, the mall being successful or profitable, and you said it was about 92% occupied, right? Yeah. Is, is that correct? Yeah. Where, where, where are you going to put all this extra people and where are you going to find all this extra space that people are going to be wanting to be a part of your vision and part of part of the journey where are you going to put all these new tenants great question um so we are 92 percent occupied um you know i mentioned earlier i really don't have to do anything mm -hmm. right the malls like we got it for a great price and mm -hmm. the malls the anti-mall whatever you want to call it right now is uh it's there i don't need to really do much but um, we'll be very selective and, you know, we're working with, uh, some of our retailers right now. Like I have a retailer that is in the Cirrus wing that we're going to relocate. Um, and we're going to put a slime factory in like we have slime. Yeah. So we wow. have, it's just to get to the total vision of the mall. Like we have, wow. if that's okay. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, we look to densify the site. We look to densify all of our acreage. It's actually have a 25-year master plan that we've already created, and it's really magical to have to see what they did. Um, but my first goal is to bring in restaurants. So yeah. I met with Mike Asaki. We're looking to do the first Zip Sauce Cafe or Zip Sauce, you know, restaurant. I'm um, really excited about that. He's a great chef, and I really encourage him to use TikTok because I want to see Zip Sauce nationally mm -hmm. um but we met with other restaurateurs we met with uh dessert companies um got a lot of people reaching out so my first goal is to, to provide you food to eat because mm -hmm. there's no, there's only the food court that's why you don't you don't go nice there if i had you know be a nice mecca that'd be a great spot as a mecca of food it's going to be 100 percent. yeah so that's my first goal my second goal is to bring entertainment uh i'm not focused on fashion i'm focused on entertainment and it's really uh important for me and my children uh, I have children under the age of four, so I don't want to get lost in my work, right? So, like, I don't want to be that dad that leaves the house at seven and gets back late. I want to, like, have my kids enjoy my work. So I'm working with, like, Crayola. I'm working with uh, Angry Birds. I'm working with, and they're not done deals. I'm working with Hasbro. But we're talking to entertainment users that are not in Michigan. And I don't want anybody within 100 miles of the mall. Just a pitch. Um, maybe reach out to Tony Hawk and bring a skate park over there for the kids to do skateboarding over there and then do like a, like, you know, because if you can bring that, that brings the parents into the mall while the kids are out skating. So. Anybody know Tony Hawk? Have him call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he's, uh, I think he had a bad, I'm very approachable. bad accident recently. I'm very, he I'm did. very, I'm very. He just, he did, a, he donated for a park out here. Oh, wow. He did a skate park over here. Uh, remember when we had X Games here. over here a while back? Yeah. He came down here for that, but. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, but that'd be cool. Like you said, you want to bring the I welcome kids. all ideas. I had somebody that, I have this like, it's called, uh, I have this cotton candy concept that I found out of California that I really wanted to put in the storefront, and I posted it, and one of my uh, people on TikTok said, you should put that in Grand Central Court. So that's why I really love engaging the community, because like, I never thought about that. So yeah. it's like, wow, now it's like different. Mm -hmm. um, but we're looking, we're looking at, um, so restaurants, entertainment, and um, suites, and I, I would say some fashion reorganization. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to work with our retailers to, um, to um, you know, just, we have a standard, Put right? Put a go-kart place in the back, like we, Yeah. We're working with the go-kart place on yeah. the second floor. It has to be special, though. It has to be the best. Yeah. I don't want anything. I, I'm not going to, like, we're going to change the DNA of this property. My friend Philip taught me that. He's like, we're not going to do a facelift. We're going to totally change the DNA. You're not going to recognize like, it when you walk in there. Sounds like it's going to be an experience-based yeah. destination and yeah. not so much a, 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 a retail. Correct. Yeah, I like that. I love that, actually. Me too, because like you're saying, like, think about right now, like, we don't have much to offer between the kids and stuff that we got to do. Things, some things, you know, are it's phenomenal. So, yeah, like, we so, have an Alta Beauty concept that we're launching. It's like Alta, Alta Beauty, except for it has no name brands. It's called Maker's Beauty, and we're sourcing makers from all over the world, not just Michigan, because there's not enough. We are going to focus on Michigan people, um, but we're, we're working on really national makers and social good companies and companies that don't use red dye and blue dye mm -hmm. in their products or they have animal cruelty. The, a lot of their products are vegan, and you're not paying for the marketing behind it. So you can come to my place and get something really great for 20 bucks, mm. whereas if you went to a department store somewhere else, it would cost 100 bucks. And um, that's important for me to not only empower those entrepreneurs, but create new concepts within the facility. So um, we have a large uh, soft foam play area going in. Um, I met with my team the other day. They presented me like four options. We want the best. I looked at the best. I said, I want even better than that. 
And I'm, then I'm going to look to Beaumont or look to Henry Ford or look to my corporate sponsors and I'm going to say, who wants to do it? If they don't want to do it, we're going to put together an NFT and we're going to make it happen. And it's going to be the best. Not only that, but we're very sensitive to the community. So like I'm decreasing by increasing. So if I take out a storefront and I add roofs, like, oh, you're going to lose rent. Well, my rent across the street from that is going to be double yeah. if I put trees here. But we're not just looking at that. We have a sensory calming room going in yeah. for children with yeah. autism. Not just yeah. children with autism, but any child that has sensory issues. They, we live in a world where everything's digital, and then they're in the physical world, there and they go, they, they, get, they go crazy. Do you have someone helping you with that? Uh, we've reached out to uh, some organizations. Yeah. We have a Chaldean person that does that. She's from San Diego. She's related to Anthony, and she's actually trying to bring the egg over here which is that sound machine for the kids that are autistic. So have her call me. Yeah, maybe we can get you in touch with her. So we're gonna we're gonna work with probably a different architect for that specific use because I want it to be the best. We're gonna have a nursing area for mothers. Um, I'm even thinking about a religious reflections room. Mm -hmm. I just really want and my whole motto at the small is you belong here. Yeah. Right? You belong here. You're here. I don't care who you are, you're here. As long as you're not a threat to other people at the mall, you are welcome there. I don't care if you have five dollars in your pocket or if you're worth, you know, a uh, million dollars. Question for you. Did you ever go to Four Bears when you were younger? Yeah, I actually. Uh, um, I, I love I love the property there. I actually would really like to buy it. Yeah. Um, the person who owns it, um, I would just say, is not interested in selling it. Yeah. Well, the story is crazy behind that whole. Thing. Where what's what's Four Bears or Shelby, that? wasn't it? Yeah, it's like a thirty-five acre lot here, with here, twenty. Shelby. It's, oh, Four Bears. Okay. It's a yeah, thirty-five. Sorry. Yeah. No. So people no no that's where before your pre Kalahari or anything else. It's an amazing site. It was an amazing site. We were able to go to a 50-foot water slide, that spinning slide. You had go-karts on there, a beach mm -hmm. on there. You get a deed to 30 acres of water Yeah. if you buy that. So I actually had a vision of like Shenandoah of the East. Mm -hmm. You guys have golf. We have water. But, um, you know, we got our hands full right now, so we'll yeah. just we'll, we'll put that but in I'm the saying imagine that in a section of your Oakland to bring that, since there's nothing really in that area that's really like a water park. We have uh, wave pool, but... Isn't everything for sale, though? Um, Whether the guy wants to sell it or not. I mean, he wants an eight-digit number. Yeah, but you gotta give him digits. that card that says, "Listen, if you say no, I'm not gonna bother you again." Yeah, he, you know, I had to take my eight dad. Digits. I took my dad with me to meet with him, and um, it, it, he wants ten mil plus. Um, he wanted ten mil, which I, sh you know, which actually sounds crazy, but it's it's worth that um, to me at least because I have a vision for mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to just build apartments, it's not gonna be worth that. But I think his asking price now is seventeen. So I said, God bless you. He grows <laughs> produce there and he sells it to Dream Market. Um, God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, but my goal there would be like a community project. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to see a Shenandoah caliber development on the east side. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a perfect site because it's 27 acres of water. Yep. The board has been t talking about bridging the east and the west by helping with a, a community. Uh, Place that banquet out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah you, need, you, need, you need one. Yeah. I mean, we're expanding. We didn't think about it 15 years ago when they started doing Shenandoah, that Chaldeans would be mm -hmm. part of a country club. No doubt. you got to do it now. This is really the last chance. This really, is the yeah, last right. chance because the world's going to get really crazy. We yeah. live in an institutional world. Uh, we live in a Manhattan state. What does that mean? Like when you're looking at the right properties, like look at Birmingham, right? The pieces of the puzzle are falling into place. This family owns this. This family owns mm -hmm. that. This family owns this. This family owns that. They're not sellers. Right. Right. So, yeah, like, there's locked. gonna be one transaction every ten years. Mm -hmm. It's locked in, and that's like how Manhattan was. Makes right. sense. So, if you don't buy a house right now, you're never gonna buy a house because a, a three hundred thousand dollar house is also gonna be a million dollars, in my opinion. Everybody has their own opinion. <laughs> I just share my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I'm just being real. Yeah. Like, I really weird. encourage people to buy houses, like right now, and I really encourage the youth, like, don't let age hold you back. 
-hmm. We live in a Shark Tank culture. You can create something. I don't care. Like, I've had nine-year-olds walk up to me and say, I inspired them. They asked me for my, my picture. That's cool. And it's like, That's you cool. are going to be a rock star. I tell people to read my books. Not my books, but read books. And they send me a picture that they bought the book. And those mm -hmm. are the people that are going to be successful because they're taking initiative to progress. What are some of those books? Give us, a, give us three of I your favorites. I, I, I'm reading, I'll tell you what I'm reading right now. Yeah. Um, I'm reading Titan, so John D. Rockefeller uh, biography. It's 36 hours. I listen to it in my car. I can't read. I have to listen to an audiobook, which is okay. I'm an audiobook guy, too. Yeah, and I do the Headways. It's a 10-minute rotation mm -hmm. of books, mm -hmm. which I like because there's books in there that you would never read. Mm -hmm. But they say... What is that? Can you explain that? I, I, I'm not familiar. Headways is an app. Headways? Yeah. Okay. It's an app. My brother Mark put me on it, and okay. it summarizes a book in 10 minutes. So, like... Really? Yeah, so it's really cool. Is it an app? Yeah, it's really cool. Cause like Can you, you would text never it, text it to me. Before. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So they say if you read, if you don't read books, you live one life. Mm -hmm. If you read books, you live a thousand lives. Yeah. And uh, I really encourage the youth to read, and I really encourage the youth to uh, just don't let age hold you back. But you mm -hmm. also something too, which I, I like. You also said early, encourage the youth to leave Michigan. Not just to be stuck in here to diversify more outside. There's so much more than to, for. Yeah, I want to say leave Michigan. I mean, maybe you have to go to Grand Rapids. I think there's probably you can get your feet wet in Grand Rapids. Maybe mm -hmm. you have to go to Battle Creek. I don't. You know, people go to these pockets. Jackson. They go to Jackson and they come back. They have five stores. You know, they they like you're gonna open up a smoke shop on Van Dyke. There's ten of them. Yeah. Go yeah. to Columbus. Go to Indiana. Go somewhere yeah. else. Do something different. Sell sneakers with it. Like I seen a place in L.A. It was a smoke shop and sneakers. Like. Do something different, and I just want to encourage people to to do that, uh, to just think outside the box. And it's very hard to make yourself, um, you know, it's a big market. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a lot of big sharks over here, and you gotta you gotta be a big dog to play. You can play online now too, you know. So it's not so much uh, uh, geographical; it's it's uh, it's digital. So there's a digital playground too that you can actually get involved in and make tons of money with. So it's yeah. not just leaving even though it, when my time came I you know I took off and I went to Orlando and you know that's where I established my franchise f franchises and then uh came back and then you know now I'm just totally digital so it's just there's all kinds of opportunities out there and and to your point the youth should not be afraid of the opportunities they should mm -hmm. take advantage of them hold them and grasp them and not just the youth we we should speak to you know, are, are the people in their 40s, the 50s, the 60s, and their 70s? It's never too late. They got to yeah. get out there, and they got to act, and they got to move, and, and they got to do things. Yeah. Do what you love. Do what you love, and there it's not go. work. There you go. Do what you love, and it's not work. And I really, I'm gonna touch a sensitive point. I wasn't gonna really talk about, but I feel like it's very important because I'm trying to hit a certain audience with this, and it's really not for me. I'm not here for clout. I don't post for clout. I really do not care about. I don't have nothing. I don't feel like I have much to prove in a sense of. Like, I just want to teach. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. So, like, something that's very important in our Chaldean culture is, like, you're encouraged to live with your parents till you get married. Or I met a, I met, I met a younger uh, individual that was scared to tell her father that she wanted to go to Chicago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't be like that. You have to, I think that everybody by the age of 22 should be independent if you can. And if, if you're, if you're like, you can't appease your parents, appease your parents, do the right things, don't do bad things. But like, I wish I was a free bird in the sense of like, I go travel. And now it's different with COVID, mm -hmm. but I'd go travel 
Um, but I really encourage people to leave their communities for college. Yeah. It's a big maturing point when you leave your house. Yeah. And I was yeah. married. I got married. I left my house and got married. I really matured once I got married. And, um, you know, that was... So I really encourage people to... And hey, you know what? It's it's just maturity. Mm -hmm. And and when you're when you appease your parents and then you go off and you get married and you appease your parents but now it doesn't matter and you got yeah. married and you didn't see the world, mm -hmm. then you're going to be like, man, I have regret. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that you appease your parents because now you're off sure. and you have your family and and it's very important for you to uh experience enjoy your youth, go on a Euro tour, go Go to go drive down the, the the belt line. Go go to the East Coast and just go see Boston. You don't go to you go to Miami twenty. Don't go to Miami fifty times. Go go to, if you haven't taken yeah. your kids. Like I went to Washington D.C. for the first time when I was like twenty seven. You have to take your kids when they're like ten. You have to take them to Washington D.C. You don't understand America until you go to Washington D.C. You don't understand it until you go there. You have to take your kids there. It should be mandatory. As the climate's got to change a little bit before you head out there now, I think it's a little different than it was when, when I went and saw it with my family and when you went and saw it with your family and when you went and saw it. I think it's a little different now. We, we have actually uh, the, the eighth grade classes of St. Regis always goes to and visits, which I saw online and it was they, they, were, they were actually having a blast and they d did look like an eye-opening experience. It's not about money either. Uh, no. I think most of the museums in Washington D.C. are free. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really amazing. Yeah. And just to know the history of it. It's itself, awesome. So, is there um, anything that we didn't touch up on that we would like to uh, bring to the audience, or any words of advice that we didn't that we didn't get here from you that you want to just pitch to them um, as we start wrapping up, just to give these guys besides they got to know who Mario is, but give them a little bit of word of advice, maybe one good lesson you learned overall. The most important, per se. Yeah, I think just maturing as you get older, you're gonna naturally mature. Um, you know, learn, learn as you go. Mm -hmm. um, I've done a lot of that. You know what I mean? I've, like I said, I had, you know, I had to learn it all. And sometimes you have to learn it for yourself. Somebody tells you something, like one of my mentors early on, like, don't do this project, and I did it. And yeah, I didn't lose, but it was like a waste of time. Mm -hmm. And like, listen to others, be a good person. Um, spread positivity. If somebody's calling you, if somebody like you have to really confront your issues. Don't like something that you have to do today. Do it today, and um, like don't leave it for tomorrow. Really try to knock it out today. And um, actually, I have a great piece of advice that my father, my father, uh, on my last drive with my father going to Ohio, um, about maybe two months before he passed. You know, I was going through a rough project where it was just tough. I. I had one project, and I don't like dwell on that. I actually look at it as tuition. Mm -hmm. um, but his advice to me was, when you buy a cow, don't buy a baby cow. Buy a fully grown cow. So when you go home, you can milk it the same day mm -hmm. that you brought it home, and you don't have to wait for it to mature. So I would be very careful. People think development's fun. People think that... You know, I mean, do not, I mean, my advice to people who are looking to build shopping centers, don't build shopping centers right now. It's very difficult uh, to build right now. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just be a good person, spread positivity, uh, you know, just grow yourself. You have to have self-development. It's never too late. Uh, grow your character, you know, grow your character over time and become a better person as you get older and, you know, as you learn and, um, 
follow my TikToks and you can find out. Yeah, you can find more ways to inspire yourself. I mean, my TikTok lives, we have sometimes 600 people in the room and people throw questions at me a dozen at a time. I try to get through all of them and I answer people. And, you know, people want me to mentor them one-on-one. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you catch me at the mall. People, you know, there's a lot of, there's a big movement. And I hope to continue that movement. I hope to continue to spread positivity. And I hope to continue to grow our community together. Um, I'm not, sure. I don't take shots at people. I, you compete with yourself. Yeah, I, I don't look left, I don't look right. I just, I got, you know, I found my calling for the next, you know, probably 10 years. God bless you. So, so to, we close out every show by asking, uh, what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm like, I mean, we're so blessed. We're a great community. The next generation, like, you know, uh, our, 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 our parents worked so hard for us to be in the spot that we're in now and uh, to be Chaldean, not just Chaldean, but to, you know, to see other organizations, other people that, you know, Calc or other, some of these other firms that help the youth. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it means a lot. I wouldn't have it any other way. Before we uh, take off, we want to commend you again on your uh, you. yeah, acquisition of uh, of Oakland Mall, and we can't wait to see what you got coming up over there for the future. So the future side of keeping up with the Chaldean Studio. Yeah, keep. I want to change. I want you guys to consider changing the name to Keeping Up with the Community, because we're a community, and we want to empower the community, and we really want to join forces with the community. I love the name. I love, you know, but I want you guys to think about. To diversifying goals. the whole community you know and I know you had like Mike Taylor Mayor Mike Taylor on here and some other people and you guys are doing a great job it was very important for me to do this with you first thank you appreciate it and it was very it meant a lot for me that you were at the mall and I'm so happy you, you shot us you I'm so happy that you asked me a question because I like to empower others and I if I if there's anything I can ever do to empower you any advice I'm actually gonna do my own podcast too and hopefully we can awesome. do a part two oh, to yeah. that. we can do a p- part two to this you know we, we might have the uh, keeping up with the Chaldeans barbecue this year in your, in your mall let's do it <laughs> do a big, done. A big, I was big... thinking about on the north side of the property of this <coughs> summer doing a festival let us do it with you yeah there you do, go. I want to do a festival back there and I want to raise money for either Ukraine or um, Calc I think I, I'm trying to put together a campaign for Calc you know them Chaldean ladies of course of, of course got to give my shout Christ. out to them too yep Good they do God's work. Lives. I mean, they're doing God's work. Yeah, you know, they're like, yeah. They're, to me, like, they're the richest in the community because they're doing God's work. We got to witness sure. it firsthand. We are able to there for their turkey drive, so we got to see what they did. But, yeah, that would be really cool. We can all, you know, come together, co-op some type of big event and do it together, just whatever. But I think you have the prime area to, for us to... We're right in the heart. Uh, yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like, like Anthony and I were saying, we were jokingly always said... It, the, the, it's much tough it is on him but the greatest point was hit at his house to do the events because where he lives it was somewhat central to east and west even you know what, you've been hosting me. you've been hosting us for so many years too it's time for somebody to host you so you can relax yeah you know have some fun. Yeah. so and one more thing this is all inspiration it's subject to change if you have inspiration for me please let me know i'm very approachable um, however, you know, if something does change on there, please don't, you know, hey, I seen your picture here, you know, so, <laughs> yes. so, thank you. So before we take off, that gives you guys the opportunity, throw some ideas his way, give a, give a, uh, an email or uh, an opinion towards what, what's up and coming. If you guys yourselves are looking to get into business and have a thought and want to maybe uh, incorporate it into the mall, you reach out to him, he's letting you know he's anywhere from TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. He's all not, over social not Facebook. media. Oh, oh, I okay. Keep he's too young for Facebook well, right now, so he's got another couple more years to yeah. go. So, a couple more years, and we'll get Mario on there. 
But it's good to have you on. It's um, it's a proud moment. We're very glad to see it. Um, we want to make sure that people follow us on Keeping Up with the Chaldeans on our YouTube channel. You'll be able to hear this interview and many other interviews on here and any other social platform from iTunes and Spotify and others. All the links at the bottom has his information, so you'll be able to see it. Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. From myself, Anthony, and the new founder of, uh, or the new owner of the At the Mall, we'll say at, at the Oakland, uh, Mario Kizzy. So signing off, you guys. Thank you. Thank you.